We want you to enjoy this, but you won't. Well, welcome to episode... Shit. 265, it turns out, uh, which is our bum health special. Mm. I thought you were going to say it was a dart score. Well, it is dart score if you uh, have enough darts. <laughs> just better cheat a bit. I think, I mean, rules are arbitrary anyway, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. So, Adam, would you like to talk us through uh, your last 24, well, yeah, yeah, about 24 hours or so, isn't it? Well, a little bit longer. Um, but yes, basically. So, I, after waiting nearly a year, finally got my uh, bum examination appointment. Um, and so I went into the hospital on Friday and they gave me instructions for what I had to do. Before, before you do that, can you tell me what, um, what it is you said to the doctor that led you down this path so that I know not to say those things to a doctor? He said, hello, I'd like to have my bum examined, please. Yeah, I said, I'd like somebody to stick a camera up there and really root around just on the off chance. It was entirely elective. <laughs> So it's coming coming to that age now. Might as well get somebody yeah, started, to have, yeah. have, a, have a poke around. <laughs> Good old MOT for the uh, the bummel region. Mm. So yeah, I got got given my instructions and a, a big package, like a, a, like a sort of um, like halfway between a full size cereal box and like one of those holiday mm. like single serving cereal boxes. Um, okay, like you might get they... a fancy muesli in. Yeah, I mean, there's no such thing. But yes, yeah. Um, did you have to go in and get it, or did it get? Yeah, no, to... I had to go in and get it. To go into the hospital, I went in on Friday, and they were like, "Here you, you go." Had to go into the hospital, they couldn't even have a pharmacist nope. sort you out. No, nope. do not. I yes. So this I went in, picked up this package, got given the instructions, came home. So Sunday. Uh, Stopped eating and drinking. Stopped eating at three, and then it was only basically water after that. Seven o'clock, I had to take this stuff, which is basically like these two sachets. One of which was like like an uh, it's an envelope sized, like it was a chunky sachet, um, which was mostly like it's like over a hundred grams of powder. Um, mix it in with water, stir this thing up, and then essentially drink it uh, over the course of two hours. So this um, was a powder that you turned into a delicious drink? No, it was a powder that I added to water. <laughs> How much water did you have to add it to? Uh, a litre of water. Did it have to be boiling? Uh, no, it just had to be room temperature. Okay, were you allowed to add um, a slice of lemon for, for taste? I was allowed to add um, a small amount of squash, orange squash, um, but it made fuck all difference um, because the fundamental problem is not the taste. Mm. Fundamental problem is a. It's going to put it up your bum. No, that would have been preferable. <laughs> oh, I see. Um, because a, it's it's because you're mixing in so much powder, and and it obviously affects the consistency, right? So it's it's very slightly syrupy. It's mm-hmm. just not watery enough to be nice to drink. But then on Ooh. top of that, almost everything apart from the active ingredient is 
salts. Hmm. Are salts so, not part of the active ingredients? Uh, well, sort of, but like the, the main ingredient is um, like a polyglycerol, which is what the bulk of it is. Um, and then the rest of it is mostly salts. And what it means is it tastes really salty and it's like drinking seawater. It is absolute that that's the problem with it so you have to drink this and it's it's really hard going to drink it especially mm. when you consider the you also have to drink half a liter of water with every glass so you're drinking like 750 mil in total each every half hour of this stuff and like by the end of it you're just like oh jesus this is horrendous you should have and had it just, in the yard glass but it, <laughs> <laughs> um, I definitely would have vomited it everywhere if I'd done that, which yeah. would have defeated the point. Um, All right. And then you just wait. It doesn't. It gives you. Like, it just says within an hour of. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't say like of the start or the end or what. And so you're just like hanging around. It's like nothing's happening. I feel quite ill because I'm like I've got like three liters of, of liquid in my stomach, um, and I'm just kind of hanging around. And then it got to about quarter past nine and it all started coming out. All hell broke loose, I believe, is the the phrase. Yeah, it was... um, It must be like sitting in the clinic at Dignitas waiting for for the injection to kick in, I guess. I mean, to some extent, yes. Um, And then it was pretty much constant for like an hour. Mm. Um, And then, like, it, it... there's a little bit of a respite, um, and then it was just kind of intermittent at the point where it's like you're no longer r- like really sure whether it's just is my stomach really uncomfortable because I've just drunk three liters of like God knows what, or do I still need to keep now. keep going? Um, so I finally decided like fuck it, I'm going to sleep at about one a.m. Ooh, that's a lot of shitting. Um, yeah, and that's Daniel saying that. um and then i had to wake up at six o'clock make up another batch of this stuff yeah and repeat the whole process now the only good thing is that the second time round, it was a lot faster acting i would love you to have made this into like one of those um a day in the life video blogs (laughs) i get up at six i drink my delicious uh pint of energy drink (laughs) Or even like, just a pint would have been lovely. A pint would have been fine. I could have done a pint. Three leashes was inside out for two hours. <laughs> yeah, well, this is the problem, right? So it started immediately. I was like, okay, this is this is better because it'll it'll all be done. Well, you're stood in the kitchen, and not quite that quickly, but like not far off. Um, I was like, this will all be done relatively soon. I'll be fine. Except it it wasn't. It just like every time I thought, okay, done now. Just like nope, bit more. And even like when I got to the hospital, which wasn't until like two o'clock, so like nope, bit more. This lulls you um, into a false sense of security. Yeah, it was not good like, at all. Maybe you could risk a sneeze or something. I mean, mm-hmm. I could not. There was no mm. way I could risk that. Yeah, um, especially not first thing. Like it would have been catastrophic. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, insurance um, for this kind of thing. Do you think? I mean, this can't be covered under your home and contents, surely. <laughs> No, I would imagine it would be difficult to explain. Must, it must be something specialist you'd have to take out. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and if you, I think if you I think if it's something you need regularly, you've got bigger problems. <laughs> yeah. You would definitely find yourself on a blacklist with most insurers, wouldn't you? <laughs> um, so then, yeah, that would then I went into the hospital and they stuck a camera up my bum and wiggled it around a bit. Before that, they they inflated you, didn't they? Well, they did it you as they go. They do, it, they do it as they go. Um, they just blow into a straw. I think it's like um, you know those things you can get for uh, like. Uh, lifting and separating like heavy objects where it's basically just like oh, yeah. a flat bag and then you, you, you mm. slide it in and then you pump it up. Yeah. I think that's basically what they did. Mm. Um, and like, it's a very weird experience. Like it's genuinely quite odd um, and not comfortable at all, but like what? not painful. So we um, had to sort of lie face down on like one of those massage no, beds. No, no, you lie on your side. Lie on your side, goodness. Yeah. Do they give you a TV to watch or something? Uh, only the footage that they're currently oh, receiving. God, the oh, that's exactly that. what I would be watching. Which I did, I, I wasn't looking at because I thought, like, so I have this thing um, when I go to the dentist, and mm. that is that I I close my eyes during I want to see the, the inside of your colon. <laughs> I thought you were going to say no. that your your tongue tries to follow the well, follow the the tool around your mouth. Well, no, but but my eyes do. <laughs> That's the problem. So, like, if I if I don't close my eyes, then I find that I end up following what the dentist's doing, and then my head moves, and that's obviously not great when somebody's got implants in your mouth. And so, mm. so you I, would like, imagine was, it as like an immersive experience, like you're on a. a well, a, my, con- a my concern ride. was more like if I was watching the camera, <laughs> if I was watching the camera feed, right, and he just like there, there was a sudden motion, like there was a good chance that instinctively I would just like lurch in on the bed mm. and i thought that's just gonna no i don't want to risk that it's better if i don't look so you yeah. know when you have your hair cut and they ask you to like move move your head forward or back so they can get yeah. to the right place do they do they ask you to do that they say can you just no, once you're once you're in position once you're in position they basically say all right just don't move now and they don't have to like position your legs in slightly different places so they can get like round a particularly tricky bend or anything um, I mean, I, I can't speak for your anatomy, obviously, yeah. um, but my my intestines do not go down into my legs. No, but you know, just to open up the the yeah. angles. Well, no, that's, they do that at the beginning. That's the oh, you okay. basically like you basically assume a fetal position on the bed. Yeah, and <laughs> so your knees up to your chest. A bit of sobbing. Yes, you start sobbing, mm. and then <laughs> then they go. Did um, they give you like a commentary of what they were doing as they as they went in no, case you wanted to get into really. it yourself? Oh, that's um, there was there was like there were a couple of like I'm about to insert the camera, um, yeah. but beyond that, there was no. There wasn't Jesus like a real time. Christ, what's he been eating? No. Could you well, ask questions? No, like, well, obviously not because like, there wasn't anything. There was, there was no now? evidence. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. There was no evidence of what I'd been eating. Um, How far? How far up do they go? Uh, so, I can show you. <laughs> Stand up. No, sit down again. Put your trousers back on. They basically, I don't know if you can see, you probably can't see this on the camera, but uh, no, you can't. They basically go up like as far as, so if you remember, if you remember your school textbooks, right, yeah. you've got the large intestine and it basically yeah. kind of goes up and round like that. Yeah. They basically kind of go up to the first corner they don't okay. go around the u-bend no they don't go all the way all the way around why not don't do um, a loop. i feel like they've done a done a half-assed job there half-assed <laughs> 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 it's, it's more about more a third 
and a half, yeah. but yes. Um, I, I don't know the reason. I presume either because it is uh, too difficult to angle the camera up, or because can't be bothered, can they? Or because there just isn't a need. Because if everything's good up to that point, it's probably fine <laughs> beyond that. I don't know. There's something horrific around there that they don't want to see. <laughs> Some unimaginable horror. They can go further than that because you can actually send the camera all the way up to um, out of the intestines and up to your pancreas and like ultrasound various bits of you from inside, which is really yeah. cool. But um, not yeah. the person having it done. Sorry, That's also interesting way for that sentence to have ended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's easy. I think it's a lot easier to be glib about this when you don't have a camera up your ass. Yeah, no, I can. Uh, that. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. So the um, and the footage was um, like was that like beamed out onto a big screen outside the ball ring like an England match something like that. So well, again, I don't know because I was I was in the room so I I couldn't see what kind of outside broadcast yeah, uh, equipment they had. Again, you you joke. I I have literally spent a much of the past year working on buying a system to do exactly that. But people's colonoscopies on a big screen in the ball ring. That well, is an interesting hobby project that you're coming I, up with here, Dan. Limit to outside broadcast, so you can have like lots of people in lots of different places watching an endoscopy. Yeah, the fan zone. Yeah. Surely you just do it do it via Microsoft Teams. Just share the screen. Yeah, you'll be shocked to know, Chris, that Microsoft Teams isn't that secure. Yeah, there might be data protection issues. Yes, you can't identify somebody from their in the inside of their bum. That's just not possible. Not with today's technology. I don't know. I mean, it, it's it may be anonymized, but you, you're bound to be able to spot things that tip you off. Suppose, yeah. yeah. Also, you want to be able to make notes on the file and things like that, and capture the audio as well, and all that kind of jazz. It's really cool. Um, but yeah, is that word cool again? Mm-hmm. It is. I'm, I'm, I appreciate. It. I'm a very strange person, but I think it's really fun. Hmm. Okay. So See, I think I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to be in a situation where I required that kind of investigation. However... Certainly not from Dan. (laughs) Certainly not from me. I'd want the person to be that enthusiastic with it, though. This is a really cool (laughs) thing you're having done. Um, Yeah, I guess. But I think I would find it quite interesting to to observe. Mm. I'd I'd be worried about one of your broadcasts so I can just watch it happen to someone else. No, I don't think I'd want to see the inside of somebody else's. That's a bit disgusting. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, that, that was. It's been a very weird day. Hmm. So, uh, that was a very weird your, twenty-four um, hours. Well, what is, what is your, your uh, first meal then? Uh, I had a a chicken salad sandwich uh, provided by the hospital. Because you you're in this weird position where your 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 stomach is completely. Yeah, well, they basically said like you you can basically go back to back to eating as normal. Um, Like you don't need to. You should have stopped in for a curry on the way home. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's probably won't it take some time for you to build up your um yes your I imagine it will. Well, I don't know about that. It's definitely shitting like a baby. Like you've not got the not got the bacteria in there. What? Just screaming into my pants? <laughs> well, no, just because you you won't have the you won't have the helpful night, gut bacteria, will you? Um, Only little helpers. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how. I don't I don't know how many of them live in the colon? I don't know how much of it gets. Yeah, but it's out. all been. It's all gone. It's all all, all gone wrong. Oh, suppose, all all yeah. empty, isn't it? 
all the so way through. The, the honest, I don't know. I've been told I can just carry on as normal. The only thing I can't do is uh, strenuous exercise, which wasn't going to happen anyway, um, yeah. or heavy lifting, which ditto. So mm. it's nice to have a, um, a medical professional tell you not to do any exercise, though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's good. But then I have to, I have to go back uh, again to arrange a follow-up appointment sometime in the next couple of months. They had um, so much fun. They yeah, but I've, got a, I've got a, I'm a general anaesthetic, and I presume we'll have to go through the same god-awful cleansing procedure. Yep. Well, you could just make this part of your routine now. Just every Sunday night. What, what does Adam do on a Sunday night? Everybody knows. He takes just his shitting a- medicine. <laughs> clears himself out ready for a new week tell you what by lunchtime today I felt fucking awful because I had to stop drinking anything at 11 o'clock and it was only water before that I had no breakfast obviously because I hadn't eaten anything since 3 o'clock on on Sunday and so by the time it got to like midday I felt like felt hungover basically Mm. Um, felt really dehydrated I had a headache. I felt slightly nauseous. It was just a sort of general, like, everything is horrible. What I really yeah. like now is, like, a, a coffee and a fry-up, but I can't have mm-hmm. either of those because they're going to stick a camera up my bum in half an hour. That's every hangover I have. It's like that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, did, did Hayes go in with you? Not yeah. into the room, but did she go to the no, hospital no, no. with you? So you drove yourself off. home afterwards. No, oh, no, no. She, she dropped me off and picked me up again afterwards. But um, I was basically because uh, they, they were they were running late. Because of course, because every medical facility on the planet is always running mm. late, even if you're literally the first appointment of the day. Mm. Um, so I got dropped off at like half one for a quarter to two admission. And I didn't get in. Didn't get. Didn't get taken in onto the the like, uh, well, not the ward, but like the waiting Thumbs room mm. until yeah until like half two Mm. Um, and it was probably three o'clock before I started the procedure and then I was in recovery by like half past Um, it is the first day of the junior doctor strike so I'm actually genuinely quite surprised they went ahead with it but well, well, they didn't. They didn't need any doctors. Doctor. It's just some guy. Yeah, I know. But you, it was a it was a surgeon and some nurses, so they didn't need any yeah, doctors need- involved. Yeah, fair. What did the what, were the nurses just there to watch? No, um, like they, they were got to obviously steer the camera. Did they? No, no, no. The, I mean, obviously the 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 consultant did that, um, but the nurses. There was one. One of the nurses was basically there because they gave me um, nitrous oxide, which. Mm. Didn't feel like it had any effect. Didn't have enough of it you think, then. You think you would have been giggling anyway? Well, no, yeah, it's okay. like I, I didn't feel any effect from it at all. Um, mm. Which, but I've, n- I've not, like, I've never been given nitrous oxide previously for any procedure. So, like, I don't have a point of comparison. I've never taken it recreationally. So, I don't know what to expect or what my tolerance for it is or what. So, but it just that didn't seem to do much. But there was obviously one nurse doing that. And there was another. There were another two nurses, I think, in the room who Holding were you down. Uh, doing various bits. Mm. Yeah, but, you should have asked for an epidural. Well, they, they only offer you either nitrous oxide or uh, full sedation. No, oh, not even just morphine. No, so no. Well, they don't want they don't want you all like, you know, happy yeah. to enjoy it too much. Mm. Yeah, I had nitrous oxide, but I had dislocated my finger, and it was rubbish. 
or at least I didn't notice any effect. On yeah, that, well, that's that's the thing. Like, yeah, I don't have a, any. I don't have any point of reference, so I don't know whether it was just not if, not enough to make a difference, or whether it was just rubbish. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Chris, you had a question. Control visit next time when you're having the next thing done, and do it without nitrous, and see if actually the nitrous was really important. Um, I don't okay. recommend it again for, for the sake of legal department, but you could. I had some nitrous oxide for a procedure. Um, when I went to visit Dan with Chris a couple of years ago, and I didn't particularly feel much from it. it Were was, you uh, too drunk at oh, that sorry, procedure? <laughs> All the booze probably didn't help. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think the effects are like broadly quite similar to being drunk. Yeah. Mm. Like it's it's you, you're lightheaded, and you're, it sort of dulls your pain receptor slightly. Um, and mm. if you have too much of it, it can make you feel sick. And like time, lovely uh, booze. time slows down mm. and you feel like you're on the, the cusp of an incredible universal truth. And you start do to you? hallucinate. Yeah, yeah. We definitely didn't do that. Hallucinate. That might be you you're almost dead. But it, stuff it depends, up your bum. depends what procedure you're, you're, you're there for. Yeah, well, my, my follow-up is, is full general anaesthetic. So. so you've said that you it, it's all fine, but you have to go back and and have something done under general anaesthetic. So that sounds. I have I have a polyp. Right. Are you going to go and whip that out? Basically, they uh, do it by electrocuting it off with a sort of like an arc welder. Um, but they basically they basically said that like they can't re- they can't remove it in situ because um, it will be excruciatingly painful. So I need to come back and get knocked out and then they'll do it shade at you they're saying no we don't think you could you could handle this yeah that which is fair yeah Yeah, we're gonna have to spark you out for this one son you you couldn't take it oh yeah they're they're expecting you to say yeah i can i told Gemma, and she said oh they normally would just take that out there and then it's not much more hassle for them to go and like you know change the you know like matilda in robot wars has got different attachments Mm. is it matilda that got different attachments I think she just had a chainsaw for a tail. One of one of them had got different things they could attach. Mm. Okay. I can't remember which robot it was. But I'll take your word for it. Gemma didn't use the Robot Wars analogy. She said, once they're up there, it's very little extra hassle for them to put the... Yeah, I don't, I don't the think it was their effort. I don't think it was um, their effort they were concerned about. I think it I, was the, the impact on me. She said the only, the only reason they wouldn't have done that is if Adam was being a great big wimp. <laughs> Yes, that's exactly again, what happened. Not quite her exact words. Mm. Maybe you were already crying too much, and uh, I didn't want to upset you further. If you'd been Alex Graham, they'd have just done it there and then. Because well, he'd have done it himself. He wouldn't have even gone in hospital. Double hard non-vest wearer. Yeah, probably. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so saved that's yourself my... a lot of time by being Alex Graham. Just done it yourself with a pen knife. <laughs> <laughs> the corkscrew. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm broadly glad that I didn't do that. Yeah, um, reasonable. So, do you know, like, have they drawn you a map so you know where the polyp is? Yeah. So, so they, like, I mean, that was basically what I showed you, but you couldn't see because of the it's camera like, being shit. But it's two thirds, like, you know, if you oh, no, it's, it's right, right, to it's right at the door. Right, the door. Oh, you could, oh, okay. Well, you could get that out just with just if you haven't cut your fingernails off. properly. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Do you want to know other horrific facts? 
or so, no, yeah, yes, re- please. related to previous conversations we've had. Like sometimes they can like tattoo around the polyp on the inside of your um, thing to let the person that comes in next know where it is. So, like, oh, oh like a treasure map, X mark <laughs> spot, or signpost. Not a yeah. treasure map, like uh, like Hansel and Gretel leave a, like a trail of not breadcrumbs. Yeah, I don't, I don't think this is necessary because it's probably said it's, it's breadcrumbs up there. No, it's, it's right. It's right by the door, so they don't need to like go oh, yeah. go searching for it on the the second journey. You can't miss uh, it. First on the left, can't miss it. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, it's all, How cool all... would it be to have a tattoo though? <laughs> you could go up to people and say, "I've I've got a tattoo. Do you want to see my mm-hmm. tattoo?" <laughs> so, so yeah, go on then. Go, right, meet me back here tomorrow. <laughs> I've got to go and take some special medicine to to clear the clear the pathway. Um, and bring your endoscopy equipment. You can get them to write, here is the polyp that needs removing in Chinese. <laughs> Seems quite risky, given how often that goes wrong. Mm. Well, you might just get, like, peace or something instead. Well, exactly, and then they wouldn't remove it. Or it might oh, say, yeah. remove everything apart from this polyp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is my, my favourite polyp. Please leave it. <laughs> Well, you've got another, so what, another lovely. So, what is a polyp? It's just like a sort of growth, like a fibrous growth, basically. Um, and they're they're almost always benign, but if left to their own devices, they can become problematic later and, and become sentient. Depending on where, depending on where they are, they yes. Cause, cause but you tend the, the most the most common uh, most common locations are bum and throat. Mm-hmm. So, could we perhaps? Um, communicate with the polyp through you um i mean i doubt i don't i don't think it is alive i think it is a massive fibrous tissue we speak to him every week <laughs> sorry, Chris. sorry Chris, i didn't hear what you were saying is, is it is it close enough to the to the entrance that it might pop out to say hello now and again uh no I don't oh, okay. think so. I've not. At least it hasn't thus far. Right. So, so they can't just um, rub around. Now is its best like, chance, um, isn't it? Like Braveheart. Like, it, has be, it has to be the old um, electric wire, doesn't it? You say so. Yeah, that's how they do it. They sort of put a loop of wire past electricity through it, and it, it just sort of slices it off and cauterizes I don't know. I haven't gone into that much detail yet. I've, I've done quite a lot of research onto it this afternoon. I am concerned how, how much you know about this. Should you not have been working? No. Well, well yeah, I mean, my yeah, notice is crazy. Saying, well, it yeah. doesn't matter. I can just Boy, look, up, look up bomb <laughs> procedures instead. So <laughs> There's nothing they can do about it. Are you doing it on your work laptop? <laughs> no, I've started using my home computer because my work laptop is too shit for to actually do anything with. Do you know what mm. I think would be really, really good of us as as uh, patriots of this country? Is the NHS some money? We yeah, I think we could save the NHS some money mm. ourselves. Yeah, I would quite like a professional. Well, Chris works in the NHS. Professional qualifications of some kind, haven't Chris we? Sort of works NHS adjacent. Not medical qualifications, though. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Irrelevance. I don't work in a hospital anymore, but um, I could still. 
Do you work near I a hospital? I know, I know where hospitals are. Yeah. I've still got some PPE in my cupboard. I've been in many endoscopy, endoscopy departments. Have you yeah. watched many uh, endoscopy procedures? A couple. Wow. Mm. They let you in the room. Not in the room, but like you can watch oh, okay. What's the worst procedure that you've seen happen, Daniel? I've not seen that many. Um, it's mostly just the bomb stuff that he watches. <laughs> That's why he yeah, has to I'm work at home now. It's got nothing to do it. with COVID. Mm. <laughs> just said you can't come down this, this ward anymore. He's just yeah, very committed to his hobby. Honestly, the worst procedure I've ever seen was trying to unlock that bog in the Airbnb in Nottingham. Mm. Oh, yeah, that was... They tend, yeah, I guess in the hospital they tend not to sort of pour boiling water into anybody. They sort of no. try and make some foul oh. soup. <laughs> I'm so glad that I remember that. Yeah. I've, I've seen somebody be, be given the electric. That's weird. What? I only heard B and then trick. Uh, yeah, your internet decided to cut out a, a quite opportune moment, I think. I, I've seen someone be given the electric chair, uh, ECT. Oh right! Oh god! Why? Uh, bored. They they had a they had a mental health condition that that meant that it helped. Yes, but why were you involved in this? Uh, I I gave him a lift and I said, "Can I have a look?" Which had the equipment? Like, Did yeah, you uh, give them a? Did you give him a lift to an asylum in the 1950s? Uh, well, oh, it's, it's the, uh, it's the equipment. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. yeah, so kind of. Yeah, fair enough. It's very common. It's very common procedure still. Is it? In, in, yeah, in, and, in the Southwest. And, and so it's keep the shit out of people's brains and see what really, happens. It's really successful. Yeah. It's really successful in curing people of, of very... Mm very deep, very treatment-resistive, uh, depressive episodes Right. Uh, when, when all other therapies have failed. And there are people that will, will have a course of treatment and then be absolutely fine for five, six, seven years and then experience another depressive episode and be at the point they, they uh, like, in for a top up. Tonic, um, and they have a, a, a treatment of you know, a series of, of ECT and it brings them back again. It's, in, it's incredible. Mm. And nobody really weird. understands why it works. I just reckoned it would. Mm. Yeah. You do wonder who decide, decides to try this first. It was like, let's just hook them up to the mains and see what happens. Like they're pretty suicidal anyway. Yeah. And then they're like, holy shit, it works. Well, maybe it's somebody trying to, do themselves in with the mains plugged in and suddenly felt better. Very possibly. Very possibly. I mean, Victorian, Edwardian and Georgian uh, scientists, they found out an awful lot of stuff just by just by wondering what would happen and trying it. Well, we established this, how we ended up with the chicken ghost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, one of my favourite tweets is the... Um, the one about Victorian scientists of depression being like, uh, yeah, it turns out you've got ghosts in your blood. You should do cocaine about it. <laughs> yeah. That's a good approach to uh, mm. medicine. And anaesthetic yeah. is is a really 
bizarre thing, something for, mm. for Adam to look forward to, that we we now know that anesthetic works pretty reliably and we know a lot about the right dosage and things like that, but we don't actually know how it works. Yep, it's yeah, great. No um, idea what it actually and, does, is there? And there's and an anesthetic will work on plants. There are plants that you can anesthetize. You know those those sensitive plants that, like, if you go near them or touch or touch them, they'll kind of shoot back. Uh. So you can you can use anesthetic on those plants, which suggests that it's something that happens in a really really, uh, really basic cellular level, but we don't understand why. And it's not the same as sleeping. It's just a complete gap in time. Yeah. It's such a It's, it's going to be very strange because I have not had general anaesthetic since I was, like, since I was a child. I've only I've had, like, um, local anaesthetic for dental work, but I've not had general anaesthetic for the whole of my adult life. Mm. So mm. it's going to be a weird thing to... It's just a complete <clears throat> gap. Complete gap. Yeah, basically turn you off for a couple yeah, of hours. It, it, yeah, it is exactly like that. You've just been completely switched off. Are you worried that um, you might sort of essentially go into stasis and wake up in 40 years? Um, I mean, statistically, it's likely to be better than now. Well, I don't know. You look at the way things have been going over the last sort of five or six years, if you extrapolate yeah, that. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I... Well, yeah, but the alternative is that, that 40 is enough time for things Maybe to go better again. Things to have reset themselves. Yeah. yeah I guess. Like 28 days later, um, wake up 28 days later when everything is basically the same as now, but somehow much shitter. Like, well, mm. that's, I mean, that's entirely possible. Um, mm. I mean, that's basically what happens whenever I don't pay attention to the news for a day. Yeah. Can you imagine if you, like somebody who'd um, like gone into a, I could have been put into a medically induced coma and mm. essentially could have slept through the entire Liz Trust premiership and just woken up. <laughs> with that's Rishi that's not even minister. difficult to believe. Like the, the mean, amount of time that she was prime minister for, it's entirely plausible that somebody could have been in a coma for that, that duration. I think Ooh. an extended nap could have done it, couldn't it? <laughs> mm. I, I think in three or four years' time, we will struggle to remember that. Yeah, I mean, like somebody yeah. pointed, you know, multiple people pointed out at the time, it will it will become like a difficult pub quiz question. Yeah, yeah. Who was prime minister when the queen died? Who was? Yeah, you know. it'll be one of those things that's like you, you'd never get it because it's that tiny window of like a few weeks. Mm. There was um, we all noted that as ah, that's going to be a pub quiz question. But <laughs> well, yes, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah. Thinking about that, that thought you could you could fall asleep and ha- miss a big chunk of time. There mm. was a there's an H. G. Wells book, isn't there, about somebody who just just there falls is, asleep. There are several, in fact. Yeah, Ooh, I can't think of the name, and it confused. It's confused by the fact that he he rewrote it with a very different middle and ending. Um, I think you're thinking of um, Evil Dead Three. I mean, maybe. I think um, hospital workers really miss 
good opportunities for some top quality bants by not having somebody like dressed as a zombie to sort of run at people when they come around from general anaesthetic. I mean, Future Armor did that gag with the uh, cryogenic stasis. Yeah, yeah. Of like okay, having, right. having them like dress up as like aliens or like in a gorilla suit and like pretend that the world had been taken over. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There's there's real opportunities for a laugh. And then they I feel like I feel like the lawsuits would be problematic. Mm. No, people would just go, fair play, you got me there. Like you think how much people love Darren Brown. They just what they would we do is they could that. just put it in the in the waiver that you, you sign. You know, when you say, I accept that there's a risk of death, I accept that there's a risk of impotence, I accept that uh, both of my legs might be amputated, and you think, well, crikey, I'm just... Except just be just, some just, top quality bants. Yeah. They could just add one at the bottom that says, oh, you know, except you, you might play a trick on me to make your workday better. Or yeah. worse, like, I, I accept that I might accidentally be put to sleep for hundreds of years and wake <laughs> up in a nightmarish dystopian future where apes roll the earth. I am completely certain that is in the small print somewhere they must have to account for that sort of eventuality but i don't think the junior doctors would have to go on strike if they were allowed to get away with stuff like that because they'd have so much job satisfaction Mm -hmm. so you you can either pay people peanuts or you can give them shit working conditions you can't do both because that's when people strike isn't it yeah definitely So if you if you were hoping to resolve this dispute without increasing the wages above what a barista would get paid, yeah. how how do you make the job of being a junior doctor better than than being a, a barista? I think it's very simple. You get rid of all the patients. Yes, that's a very good that's a very strong yeah. answer. I think mm-hmm. the civil service would approve, I think the government would approve. Um, some other people might have some complaints, but well, um, there is, of course, the classic uh, yes minister episode, isn't there? Yes, I am thinking exactly of that. I mean, the, the real tragedy of this is that that's what Harold Chipman was trying to do, wasn't it? Mm. <laughs> and uh, somewhat visionary thinker that kind of Just, backfired, didn't it? Yeah, yes, anyway. Before I, lose I don't my job. really think um, there's any kind of response to that. No, no, no probably not. Yeah, Graham spoiled our lovely chat by being too edgy. Yeah, sorry, yeah. I forgot. I forgot you can't handle the edginess. Um, if anyone wants some mildly amusing current news to um, uh, change the subject slightly, um, Kazakhstan has just stolen um, the entire Russian spaceport off Russia, or seized it, or something for unpaid bills. Which I think is hilarious. Marvelous. It's like repossessed it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, fair play to them. What are they going to do with it? Rent it to the Americans, I assume. That would that would be a fun move by Biden, wouldn't it? Yeah. Just, I imagine just like launch rockets and like blow them up over Russian airspace. Well, because. Like, I think Baikonur is still the only place that they can launch the big rockets that do important things for the International Space Station. So, like, someone's going to pay them to to launch rockets. Yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah. Um, oh, it must be the Australian one. 
Sorry, it's got a picture of three people, and it's like, okay, that's Biden, that's uh, Little Rishi, and so the other bloke must be the Australian one. His name I can't remember. I saw a video today of um, Rishi Sunak in one of the royal parks, and it says dogs have to be kept on lead, and his dog was not on lead. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've established he's a like he's a criminal, a isn't he? he's criminal. Yeah, he's a rule breaker. He yeah. well, could have been a guy who looked like him. He's the worst kind of criminal because he's very bad at getting away with it. Um, well, he's not even doing any good crimes. Exactly. That yeah. we know of. Maybe well, that's maybe the point. He's he deliberately gets is doing the, other crimes. Little crimes to I distract don't think us. He is. I, I, I mean, if he's not doing tax evasion, I will be genuinely astonished. Well, his, his wife's got all the money. Like, I, I imagine he doesn't have any idea of his family. I mean, he's quite way. wealthy on his own. It's just that compared to his wife, it's like small change. Yeah. I had visions of his wife giving him, like, pocket money. Which Yeah, but pocket nice, money in this it? case is, like, half a million quid. Oh, no, but, like, him not having to do tax or tax evasion. Like if, he's, if, he, if he does a good job of being prime minister this week, he gets half a million quid. Yeah, exactly. But I want my wife to give me pocket money. It's from your wife, or sugar mama, or what have you. Does your wife not give you pocket money? No. My wife gives me pocket money if I've been a good boy. <laughs> well, is that why you I never get, get any pocket money? <laughs> she has little jobs. Do you jobs. get pocket money if you eat your 30 vegetables? Uh, she keeps the... the no, the, that makes him sick. Purple, we established this. The, 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 the purple £20 notes in, and if I've been a good boy, I can take one. <laughs> It's normally to go and buy a takeaway. Oh, that's not really pocket money. It goes in my pocket for a bit. Oh well, no, yeah, that's fair actually. And 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 I get to keep the change too. So, uh, <gasps> so there. So I think if you've got change from twenty quid for, for when you've got a takeaway, you haven't got enough takeaway. Well, I yeah, might use two twenties. Oh, okay. Yeah. Even so, just get more food. <coughs> Don't look. Just round it up until well, keep adding food until it makes till it was round round forty. That's like what I do is that's what we we do with our company expenses policy because um, there's well, so you're a, like allowed up to X amount, allowed, so you just allowed up to ten pounds, and so one month or well, one day I got lunch when I was after a meeting, and I think it came to. But we went to Five Guys, which is like £13 for a burger and fries or something. Uh, and so they took £3 out of my salary that month. So then oh. every time I bought lunch, even if I was only spending about 6 I would just add things on until I got it as close to £10 as I could. Of course. Well, which, complete. so... They learn their lesson? I mean, it's, it's, it, seems, it seems moot now as you're leaving, but... Uh, no, well, they didn't. That's why I have. That's why I've left. <laughs> but yeah, it's just uh, stupid policies applied to like within the yeah, yeah. letter. Well, and what, what. We had so one of one of the guys that I work with. He got sent to Luxembourg um, for like three days to do a piece of work. Um, but they so basically we got contracted by a company that's bought a bunch of data centers from a third party. And they mm. want them audited. And one of them was in Luxembourg. There was one in Amsterdam, one in Luxembourg, the rest were all in the UK. And so this guy got sent to Luxembourg to do this audit. Um, so he went and he did it. And we had a £10 lunch budget. Like he had a £10 you know, subsistence budget for lunch every day. Mm. And it was basically impossible for him to get lunch 
for 10 quid anywhere. Mm. Right. Luxembourg is really expensive. Um, and so he was, you know, he was, he wasn't taking the piss, but he was spending like, you know, 13, 15 quid a day. Yeah. And they just like, no, we're not, we won't expense it. And he's like, but like, well, what, what's the point of having the subsistence thing then if I can't expense it? It's like, well, you should have uh, sorted it out in advance. It's like, well, I should have known what in advance a country that I have never been to before, how much it would have cost me to buy lunch every day mm. in order to pre-approve the expenses. And they were like, yeah. And he was like, well, I just won't go anymore then if you ask me to go. Like, not going not gonna to put up with that shit. Mm. It's, yeah, so, it's such a short-sighted thing to quibble mm. over like three quid mm. for a, a lunch thing. Because like Graham said, you just people just take the piss going forward to make up the difference. Mm. Yeah. Malicious compliance. compliance. Yeah. 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 It's, a, it's a good form of protest. Mm. It's better than a dirty game. No. I mean, it's... I, I was going to say... we've established, it is when you're working from home. Yes. Yeah, 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 okay. Although, in fairness, it is a massive power move to find out where your company's head office is, travel 300 miles there, shit in a corridor somewhere, and then leave. No, I just send it to him in a Tupperware. Yeah, yeah. Fair we've established this briefcase. Sorry, yeah. briefcase, yeah. I could definitely fill up a briefcase. I wonder how the uh, cause of I, I mean, Irish I could, independence I mean, wise, would have been different had, not um, logistically had the, at the moment. Uh, the prisoners in uh, in in that cell block with Bobby Sands, rather than do dirty protests, they just tried to uh, to claim the most they possibly could on their <laughs> lunch expenses. <laughs> having two rolls with lunch, even if they only wanted one. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, consistently, just like, like we're just going to absolutely max out the the, the, yeah, the yeah. system of allowances. Yeah, well, I mean, ultimately, they'd have been freed when the prison had to be closed because its budget was no longer sufficient. That's mm. true. <laughs> do you think that's what they would do? Yeah. <laughs> so we you would. Know, we can't afford these, ex- these extortionate lunches. Uh, we'd have to shut down the whole of prisoners' house. Just, just open the front door and leave it. Well, I'm pretty sure that's what they do in America with all their private prisons. They just shut the prison down, and let everyone out. Yeah, just one one day, none of the staff turn up for work, and they leave the front door unlocked. See how long it is. Yeah, actually, no, I imagine on. it would be like the 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 alternative to that, which is far more horrendous. Which is that none of the staff would turn up, and they just leave all the doors locked, or they yeah. um, just like televise what the inmates did to each other with no guards there, and uh, sell the sell the rights to Fox or something. That's distressingly plausible. Mm. I mean, I tell you what, I have been enjoying the, uh, the Fox Dominion court case revelations. Mm. It's very funny. Like the, they basically, they basically uh, interviewed Rupert Murdoch as part of it. And basically went, did you, did you believe any of this stuff about election, the election being stolen or the claims that Dominion were involved? And he was just like, Nope, Nope. It's all bollocks. I don't think I know anything about this. So as part of the whole, um, like, you know, the 2020 uh, election was stolen and Trump was the real winner and all the rest of it, Fox mm. News went on this big thing where they they really pushed the idea that Dominion, who are the company that make a load of the electronic voting machines, were directly involved in rigging the votes for Biden. Mm. And so Dominion have sued them for like $3 billion. Right, um, okay. 
And it's now going through the courts in the US and all these documents are coming out that basically show that Fox knew from the outset that the whole thing was total bollocks, but they didn't want to upset their audience who might leave and go to more mad channels if they implied that it was actually a legitimate election. So they knowingly lied about it and said that Trump was right and it was all stolen and all the rest of it to keep their viewers while at the same time exchanging all these messages internally going, Trump's a fucking idiot, isn't he? I wish we could stop going on about this, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and it's, um, it, like you, you always got the impression that like most of the people working on Fox News didn't believe what they were spouting and they were just doing it for the ratings and the money. Mm. But like to actually see it written down in black and white, that they're just like, we are literally just doing this for the ratings and the money and we don't believe any of this is kind of a surprise. And then to have like Rupert Murdoch just go like, yeah, like it was all clearly bollocks. And in fact, I even said that they should stop doing it. But like the chairman of Fox news went, we can't do that. All of our viewers will go to like Newsmax or like some mad YouTube channel or whatever. Instead, if we don't tell them what they want to hear, which is that it was all stolen and Trump was the real president and all the rest of it. It's bizarre. Really is. Um, you think people, like, changing the thing, but just claim he couldn't remember any of it, and that's plausible enough that people would probably just said, "Yeah, fair enough," and let him off. Yeah, you know, it's also also plausible. Um, still, fingers crossed that my prediction is correct. What's your well, prediction? I had him as the highest profile death of this year. Uh, yes. The predictions. I'm really annoyed with my with my Moneyball pick. Who did you pick? I went for um, Dick Van Dyke. I mean, it's yeah. still early in the year. We've still but got Burt, time. Entirely. But Burt Bacharach... Oh, this was the first. The first oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's right. But Burt Bacharach was on my Moneyball death shortlist. You fucked it, mm. didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. Prize Wally. Mm. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Dick Fosby's Dick Fosbury's died. Yes. Who is that? He's the man who invented the flop. Oh, fine. Okay. Yes. Very much. He was a trumpist. Yes. Mm-hmm. Famous one who did really good jumps. Not no, as famous as the man that knocked the bar off with his penis, but almost as famous. <laughs> yeah. There's a guy that invented a, a more effective way of doing the long jump but it involves sort of going head first and doing a somersault and it uh it's quite dangerous because you might land yeah, on your I head. imagine it would be and so so uh they made it an illegal move which i think is very unfair that's very formula one of them somebody mm. comes up with like an innovative new uh strategy and they go no you can't do that it's illegal he, i you just don't want anyone to in, like, have the, fun do they in the 90s yeah. At which point, health and safety was involved. What they, well, no, yeah. obvious, there's an obvious solution to this, though, which is that you take the high jump approach. So you replace the sand pit with like a bouncy castle, yeah. and then you can do well, that strategy. And so the, you're not gonna... yeah, I, I think had had uh, had Fosbury invented the flop in the '90s, it would have been ruled illegal. Mm, They'd have said yeah, it's too illegal. dangerous. Probably. We've all learned something. I think. We? I try to avoid that. Yeah, we know. 
I mean, the, I the reality is, Dan, that even if you have learned point. something, you won't remember it. So yeah. it scarcely yeah. matters. Mm. <laughs> I take pride in that, of a sort. Well, it's nice to have a hobby. Mm. Well, I'm I'm very tired because I haven't really eaten or drunk in like 24 hours, and I've had a camera on my bum. So. I, I, should I think, we should we finish on a ghost story? Uh, what kind of ghost story? Daniel wasn't here when when we did the thing about ghost stories, so no. he might have a ghost story for us. Nope. Are you no sure you never seen a ghost? Nope. How would you know? Would you, you know ghost that you've never can. seen a ghost? Well, you, you don't know that people walking in down the street aren't just ghosts, do you? I mean, okay. In the you, distance. That, that, I mean, I can't really refute that, but at the same time, it, it, it yeah. So you, you can't, can't say you've never seen one. You can say you, you've not, you don't, you don't think you've seen a ghost. Okay. No, fine. I don't think I've seen a ghost. Well, that's boring, isn't it? Yeah. Start, yeah. start thinking maybe news. you have. Has have you ever you, found your you, bed is damp? Have I what? Have you ever found that your bed is damp? Rarely, and for reasons that I know perfectly well about. I mean, ghosts. Yeah, we, mm. we've established this. Ghosts do piss people's beds. Or if Francis Bacon was uh, in your bed, yeah, was Talking eating about. some chicken. I think we established you left the chicken. Oh, yeah. That was the whole point. Otherwise, it wouldn't have been a ghost chicken in the, the graveyard. It would have been uh, it a, might it would have been be, a ghost chicken in the house. It might not be a graveyard. It might just be near to a graveyard. Well, okay. But like graveyard adjacent and not in somebody's house in a bedroom with a damp bed. Maybe we could the chicken become... would be haunting if he died, if it had died there. Maybe we could become a paranormal investigation podcast like people could get in touch and we could go and stay in a haunted house or something and uh yeah have some senses and things i think i've got enough shitting myself for one year thank you that'd be cheap accommodation wouldn't it Mm. maybe for our next um hollybobs we could go and stay in a haunted house i mean i don't want to but we could why are you scared? Yes. Yeah, fair enough. That's the reason I wouldn't want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Should do you think it's possible, Dan, that you have seen a ghost but you just forgotten? Yes, very. Yeah. That would be um, really insulting to the ghost, wouldn't it? Possibly that's why why I did it. I mean. I just think it's not just it's not just poor memory. You think you're actively not actively, but you think your brain is like blacking stuff out. Yeah, my only other hypothesis is that I myself am a ghost, and I just periodically like de apparition, Mm. and that's why I don't remember things. Because I well, we have established we've already established that you don't exist when we can't see you. Yeah, so so (laughs) if anyone here is the ghost, it's me. It would explain a lot if you were a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. I've haunted toilets a lot. Um, 
Yeah. Most of my job um, is just talking. Uh, presumably you have loads of unfinished business. <laughs> I assume so, but I suspect I've forgotten about I it. I've what it was, yeah. Yeah. Probably the least efficient ghost. It's a problem, right? Because then you're never going to be able. You're never going to be able to finish your business and and move on. It fits. Yeah. yeah, that's why I'm not here because I have unfinished business. It's yeah. very important, and I've just got no idea what it is because I. It could be centuries old. I could be. Yeah, that explains why you have the demeanour of a, a small Victorian boy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I have to take revenge on the descendants of some dude. Um, like, well, for something because something happened. Yeah, exactly. I think um, next time you um, speak with your therapist, maybe this is a, a <laughs> theory you should um, table. I'd prefer not to be a ghost confined to a psych ward, if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's an excellent place to be a ghost, to be fair. Maybe you get some um, electro, ele- electrical therapy. Yeah. Mm. The last time I was in a secure mental hospital uh i was talking to someone who believed that they worked there and i wrote all of it down thinking well that's that's very funny you you you're a patient and you but you think that you're at work but i'm actually yeah, but did, it then, did it then turn out that actually you were the and patient then, and they were working and then think, mm. <laughs> well that's the thing is you think oh maybe we worried that you would when you would try to leave they say no mr miles you've come back to your room now well, the thing that was reassuring about the situation was that it was um, uh, it, it was a secure facility for older people. Mm. So you do. So I was thinking, like an old man, Chris. But I was thinking, well, that's that's fine. They're not going to confuse me for someone who's over sixty-five. But then Unless the person I was speaking to was over sixty-five but believed that they were a teenager. So then I, then you could think, well, what if I think I'm 40 and I'm not? Mm. Mm. So did they not cover this sort of possibility in your induction training? I think maybe most people just don't worry about it and just think, no, you're, you, you, you are sane. What mm, you seems to be true is broadly correct. Seems pretty unlikely. It's very it? arrogant, I think. It's very yeah. arrogant. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think. I think that. that yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much an hour dead, which is. Um, oh, I would think so. Yeah. Effective by our standards. Dead hmm. like you, Daniel. Yes, dead like me. Yeah. I hope you don't ever die, Dan. I'd like you to live forever. Hmm. Yes. I had a a paramedic friend who uh, (laughs) used to go to calls where it's particularly an issue in a university town where students were putting themselves under a lot of stress preparing for exams. They would they would phone for an ambulance and say, "Well, I I need an ambulance because I'm I've died. I'm, I'm dead," and the crew would get there and the, the people would open the door and say, I'm glad, I'm glad you're here. Um, you need to take me to the morgue because I'm, I'm dead. And they weren't, they hadn't taken drugs. It was the stress of revising and not sleeping. You see, I got around that by not revising. Yeah. Yeah. 
cunning strategy to avoid stress. Didn't maybe uh, if you next time you have to take the bum medicine, maybe you'll convince yourself you died. Mm. I mean, honestly, wasn't far off. What but like awful way to go. Eight o'clock this morning. Mm. I feel I'm probably the leading authority on whether it's possible to shit out one's soul. And I reckon it must be. So um, watch out for that. Mm. I, I will. Thank you for your, your sound did, advice. Uh, did you mm. weigh yourself before and after? I, I did not. I forgot to. I oh, would have missed opportunity. Well, by all accounts, I'm going to have to do it again in a few weeks' time. Because so. you would think that you, you would surely... Surely it would be a weight loss. Yeah, you will. You will lose yeah. weight, not because uh, you. you, Just like, you you're have, not the, part, eating for twenty four hours. Part of the reason that you, yeah, you have to drink a load of water to try and compensate for what you lose to stop you getting too dehydrated. But you're basically not eating for twenty four hours, and you are basically getting rid of all the fluid that you. Well, you're getting rid of all the medical uh, components, the fluid that you drink, and some of the fluid that you drink, and then obviously some of the water will be retained, but you will then piss out a lot of it as well. So mm. I, I'd be very surprised if I hadn't lost weight. Mm. Uh, so we shall see. But I'm going to see how I feel in the morning because I only got like four hours sleep last night. So I feel I felt awful as it was and then kind of, you know, everything else compounded it. Um, so we shall see how I feel tomorrow morning. I can get up and actually have some breakfast, which will help. Mm. Cool. It sounds like you've had a great day. Yes. I mean, like, it could have been a lot worse, but also not my favourite way to spend a Monday. Mm-hmm. Is that, that it? We done? Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably, yeah. All business? Cool. Right. Stop the thing then.